Though operational use cases form the backbone of real-time people measurement alerting functionality, the use cases around customer journey are probably the most fun and interesting. There are so many different ways that this kind of alerting can be implemented, and many bring a truly novel element to the customer journey. The most obvious customer journey alerts are designed to direct associates to help shoppers who may need assistance. These are usually dwell-based alerts, looking at the time a shopper has spent in the store or, more commonly, in a particular area. Because people measurement is so precise, this can literally be at the individual display level. If a customer is standing in front of a locked display and needs their NyQuil, a good people measurement system can detect that. If a shopper has spent five minutes looking at golf clubs, sending an associate to help might make sense. Let's generalize this. Customer journey alerts are used to send help to customers when they're in areas that always require it. The lock display is an example of that. If you have a customer at any unmanned support area, from a pickup station to a customer support desk to a ticketing booth to a cash wrap, then getting them the help they need as quickly as possible is essential to a good customer experience. In general, alerts for this kind of behavior are dwell-based, but really short. A customer shouldn't have to stand at a locked display for very long before help is dispatched. The golf club case represents the other common customer journey use case. Targeting sales assistance to high-value customer behaviors just makes sense. High-value items in a store are, obviously, bigger shopping decisions and cases where sales assistance is most likely to be important. We don't usually need help picking out a pair of socks or a paperback book, but if we're buying a bike or golf equipment or electronics or jewelry, getting sales assistance ranges from beneficial to essential. In fact, stores are often set up so that you can't buy these items without sales assistance. Footwear inventory may all be in the back room, and the TV you buy isn't the one on the floor. The overall idea behind this kind of alerting is simple. Send associates to help customers where that help is most needed or most impactful. Typically, that means looking for dwell times in areas of high value. Note that you can flip this strategy around and drive it from the associate perspective too. Instead of sending alerts based on individual shoppers, you can direct an associate based on the highest value opportunities in the store. In other words, each associate is told who to help next when they finish an interaction. That means scoring every shopper in the store and picking the one that has the highest predicted impact from an interaction. Building this kind of dynamic allocation system goes beyond alerting, but it's essentially the same capability, just on steroids. Another use case for customer journey alerting is identifying customers that really have a problem. They can't find something. A machine is broken. Something about the journey is off. This kind of alerting can really improve customer experience in a facility and is most definitely not limited to retail. In a store, you might look for a customer walking up and down a small aisle area, strong behavioral evidence that they can't find something. But in a train station, you might look for someone lingering in a ticketing machine or at a route map. The ability to target interventions to customers who may be struggling transforms the nature of the physical experience. Of course, all this assumes that there are behavioral cues that show a customer struggling. That's not always the case. Just keep in mind that what's getting measured is a customer journey, everywhere they were and spent time. Wherever that path gives you cues about potential customer problems or opportunities, there's a use case for customer journey alerting. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Angel with the Measurement Minute.